Within our world are creatures we cannot hope to comprehend. Science refuses to recognize them as fact, but Hollywood sees this as an easy cash grab. Now, join these three men as they venture into these attempts at success. You will witness the good, the bad, and the strange as you are now venturing into Cryptic Collectors. Welcome to Cryptic Collectors, the only show on the internet that's willing to review Cryptozoic Man. I'm not even joking. I don't. I think we're the only people that read the full comic. That and also we're the only ones that decide to put ourselves through any form of found footage cryptid horror shit. I would, just like to say, so, I would just like to say that some of us read the full comic. Uh, not pointing any fingers at myself. But, um, yeah, you well, you well, you're not you're not because according to you, you just uh, looked at the pretty images. I just looked at the cover. I don't eat pork. It was against my beliefs. He ain't gonna pork it. No, pork uh, that. Anyway, I am I am William, the future Kevin Smith Kerning, and I am of course Ace Maroke, and I am Sippy, and it will never stop. No, it won't. And joining us for our season finale, we have us a very good friend of ours. He the new the... cryptid that has been discovered recently. Oh, yes, and a new cryptid. Uh, he is the also the creator. Oh, no. Now, well, I, get, I, mean, was, I he, killed he so much, him. He so much of a cryptid, he vanished. <laughs> I hope, I hope he was about away. to reveal me to the world, and I slashed out. Giving me a hell of an introduction right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck, fuck <laughs> me, <laughs> fuck me. You know what? I actually, <laughs> you know what? I actually, I might keep that one. In. I don't know what happened, but my 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 my, my fucking my fucking microphone disconnected on me. I don't know how the fuck that happened. But you know what? I'm keeping that in. That was fucking funny. I, we wanted to see how long you were going to go until you realized. Yeah, I kn- no, no. I No, no. Here's the thing. I knew the minute that my headphones wasn't picking up my mic. The minute I heard that, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, we, we thought you were killed by our guest, the Nightmare Penis. It, yeah, the New yeah, Jersey Nightmare it, Penis. Yeah, so, so joining us. I'm from Joyzy? Yeah, from Joyzy. Yeah, I so, can't imagine any other state that would take him. Sorry. So, anyways, joining us is a very good friend of ours. He is the creator of the fan series Mystery Science Theater versus Gamma Round Two. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for the Nightmare Penis himself, Brayton Connor of Brandzet Films. Give it up if your cameras catch me, if your eyes see me. Do I walk among you? Sippy, you're out on the intro. What? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean about uh, the intro? It, it didn't capture it? Snappy <laughs> <No. laughs> Wang, get Rivy. We love you too much. Also, we put you through too much hell to really do. <laughs> I can, I... I, I am here to replace you, Sippy. I'm sorry. I'm oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you eye candy. You can't do this to me. <laughs> I would get off my sacrifice! Nice <laughs> <laughs> will mobilize reference. his legions of followers to a, yeah, storm and protest. Like, Sippy, uh, like... But you... thank you for having me, you guys. This is yeah. a, an honor, I think. 
um to uh, walk down memory lane with this awful show yeah and uh, um, not your awful show the the floss and tapes awful show no no we know who we are yeah no 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 we we yeah. we pretty much review Embrace shit it. let's be honest as a, you see our subscriber count when i even when i am triple digits yeah. no you've got <laughs> way more cool subscribers than we club. do at this point i'm sorry I'll, and I'll i say you you know you know what yeah we, we we're willing to forgive you if you want to you know throw some of that subscribers our way you know just uh just saying oh i'll put a plug in it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but on the subject of that so today we're going to be talking about not one but two different forms of cryptid media this time, and they're both something. They're both something, trust us. And they're also all around cryptid, so we're not going to do any backgrounds on any of them like we usually do. So, Welcome today, to Oops All Cryptids. Yep, and this is going to be talking about one comic, Cryptozoic Man, which was under Dynamite My Press, and the other one is a found footage horror series by our good friends at Animal Planet. And if any of you who are millennials, you know exactly the show that we're talking about. Lost Tapes. Hey, I'm a, one, I'm a millennial. I, I don't even know this show. Well, okay. Well, mine yeah, I can't is, well, mine you didn't is watch one... the show. I really can't believe it. Yeah, seriously. I'm surprised that of all people, you didn't watch this show growing up. Like okay, almost well, every okay, well, listen, kid listen, growing so... up around this time watched it. Okay, so when I was a kid, I didn't watch that. What I was watching was Are You a are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps? That was my horror media. For, now goosebumps, kid, okay? as in the as in the kid horror series, or goosebumps, as in when goose like fist bumps each other. What? <sighs> that nothing. That nothing. As former, I was the former. As we as I was saying, so to start us off, Cryptozoic Man was under Dynamite Entertainment. Undermined uh, press, and also it's a little bit more intriguing considering that who the, were the people's behind it, and that was by Comic Book Men, who some of you may know it was led by Kevin Smith. Now here's the now here's the thing. What's funny is about this comic, it actually inspired me to convince you guys to help me do this show because I actually met one of the guys that helped make the comic, Ming, at GalaxyCon a while back. Hmm. And yeah. and you know it's funny me. Medium. He was talking about his podcast and all that. And my dad said, "Hey, maybe you guys should do. Maybe you should do a podcast too." And I was like, "What <clears> do I do?" He was talking, and he said, "Why well, talk about cryptids? Like everyone talks about cryptids." And then I started thinking about this comic. It's like, yeah, no one has ever reviewed this comic entirely. And then I just led to us eventually doing this show and torturing Dan with all the bad stuff. In the interest of fairness, it's not like there have been many forms of shows that talk about cryptid-related media, so... Yeah, so that's what made me think that this could be a unique idea, especially, you know, torturing Sippy here. Yeah, of course. Of course. We mostly do this, honestly, because we enjoy Sippy's pain. Yeah, we stopped really caring about what we're reviewing and just think what would make make Sippy sadder. Yeah, that that that's... Well, that's in your case. Me, I do it because I like to see how much more mad Sippy can get. I appreciate how much you guys care. We love you, Sippy. We love you. I really do. <laughs> but... Just know that I will be returning the favor very soon. <laughs> it's, a, but... it's a tough love, is what it is. Yes, it very much is. But also, there's actually um, on YouTube there is an entire uh, episode of Comic Book Man, which is nothing but the making the Cryptozoic Man comic. Yeah. Now this, I, I did want to jump in on this. What's funny is when you actually read the comic, uh, it's actually completely different. What 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 started this comic from the actual episode because the 
Yes, two of the guys, particularly the two who wrote this cut, who wrote and illustrated this comic, actually had their own podcast called Tell Him Steve Dave, where the third host, if you've seen Impractical Jokers, he's, he's Q from that show. And originally, he was supposed to help with this project until AMC wanted to dedicate a whole episode to this project. You're not talking about um, you're not talking about Ryan Johnson, are you? Because he still wrote the comic. No, 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 no. Uh, the no. Uh, Q from Impractical Jokers, another a prank show that was that was on True TV. He actually does a podcast with with him and the and the artist that he was going to help create this comic. Oh, okay. So until AM, until AMC wanted to kind of use it for an episode of comic. Okay, so like there was sort of like a slight rights issue of sorts. So that's why he couldn't be working on the comic as well. Well, yeah, because uh, because they wanted to focus on the you know the cast that they actually have on the show, actually have on the channel. Eh, touche. Um, but I think that though yeah, probably could have helped given the quality of the comic. But I will say that episode did inspire me to actually get into wanting to write comics and tell stories because I always thought it was kind of cool seeing these guys think of ideas for villains and all that. It you know, great villain designs that we only saw like two seconds of. Like, yeah, yeah he's still fantastic designs. Yeah, admittedly, the um, admittedly watching that um episode of of it, it is actually very inspiring for anyone who wants to get into comic books or at least comic book writing and creating and such because. You know, it shows you, like, them just going through the process of making the characters, making the villains, and then eventually pitching it. And it's it's definitely something that kind of makes you want to get up and make something. So I definitely admire, um, you know, for guys like us who want to, like, try to create comics, or in this case, one of us who has. It's, Thank you, you know, for it feels noticing my achievements. You're welcome. And <laughs> it is good that, you know, to have something like that. It's a shame, though, that the comic itself doesn't really live up to that. Yeah, that's another thing. Now, in the episode, they actually kind of promote it as kind of a horror action comic, the way they were promoting it. That's not what it really is. No, it's more... They try to make it Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's very... That's exactly what I was going to compare it to. Problem is, however, it's too short to do that. Yeah, and the other problem is, too, is that the way they formatted it, it's structured completely wrong. It's like we're in the middle of, like, a second arc. Right, we need, now, and it kind of expects you to think like, "Oh, I already know this much," and yeah. just tosses all this exposition at you, thinking like you already know this. But no, here's the I, thing. I'm just thinking like, I I would have liked it if it was like an ongoing series, like it can actually live a little. I mean, leave a little bit of lore here and there, and over time you get a feel for these characters. But no, you just. It, they just slap you in the face with all these words and images and just yeah. think like, okay, these are our characters. How, how do you feel? Uh, what? Yeah. Now, I now I, I will say, again, I love the character designs. I actually really like the design of Cryptozoic Man. Yeah, the art direction is, for the most part, very good. I like a lot of the designs they were going for, and it's... I can't say that it's a design choice that I've never seen, that I've seen before in other pieces of media. Honestly, I think it's like a cryptid offshoot of Metamorpho from DC Comics. It really, yep. fe- and yeah. Evan's and... arch enemy is is Mister Pig, Professor Pig. I'm sorry, Professor Pig. You're right. I'm sorry. It is. It, it's Professor Pig, but in a nice, flashy pink suit. And a PDSM a... pink suit, I guess. I mean, yeah. like with the pig mask and everything, with the zippers. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. true. But... Yeah. Now here's the real mm-hmm. issue with the with the uh, length of this. I did want to br- bring this up. Yeah, all these villains that they shown, they have names. But never once are they mentioned in the comic. For that matter, too, they aren't really given each of their own individual stories. Like, they're kind of just 
shoved yeah, in. Apparently, they're like from another universe entirely full of basically a demonic like universe, despite the fact all of them look completely different from one another. Yeah, right. and it doesn't really, and they don't really explain it well, like how what the difference are with these universes, what their roles are in it. On top of that, the the idea just feels way too early to pull this off, and I get it. Some creators don't want to, like, ham us down with another origins, you know, to, with an origin story and such. But there are smarter ways how to do that, and you kind of need that when you're starting out with a new idea. you gotta st- you got to slow the pace down first, get people acclimated with this world and your characters before expanding on to other things. And they just threw it right in there and expected that that was going to work, and it wasn't. All right, so everyone back up. I'm going to try to explain this plot. Go beep, ahead, my friend. Beep, beep, beep. I'm backing up, backing up. Yeah. Okay, okay. so all the cryptids are basically walking portals to other dimensions. That's why people can't really find them. That's the in-lore, uh, that's the in-lore explanation. Is that, why Bigfoot, is that why Bigfoot was flashing the deadlights? Yep. It does? Like, yep, what the, the fuck? Yeah, they're, they're like a, they're both the portal and the guardians of, of the portals. And these portals are also keeping these evil entities from getting into the main universe. That's why they've been kind of killing the cryptids. <laughs> and the cryptids themselves were ma- made by made by angels, aka the gray aliens. And since the cryptids were dying, they needed to make a new champion, which was going to be Crypto <clears throat> Man. And the leader of of these villains was the Pig Man, who was only mentioned at one point being called the Shadow Man, which I don't get considering he's bright pink, but all right. And the fact that he's wearing a pink get mask, which further... And we don't judge. We don't judge. <laughs> I'm not... And that's what you missed in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll judge I'll know, a I'll know. Say, I know. Say, no, well, I just described actually was probably better than the newer MCU movies. That's well, the sad part. I, that I, don't I, take I just much to see, be fair. I just want to see Tom Hiddleston in a pink pig gimp mask. Is that so wrong? <laughs> I, don't think so. I, I thought he does that. I thought he did that already. Oh, I'd like to see... But uh, this, oh, I, you know what I I have to say this is uh I'm kind of glad I had the uh, life jacket and escaped the boat. This <laughs> sounds like a nightmare. Now here's the thing: plot wise, it could be a fun story, but again, way too short. Yeah, way too short. It took me a couple of reads just to kind of get the plot of this. Yeah. And another thing that's really setting it back is the Shakespearean writing that everyone talks in. Yeah, it's really pompous and very even like the kid, even like the kid character talks like this. Well, does big does big does Bigfoot speak and Shakespeare speak? That'd be great. Well, be amazing, I mean, the cryptozoic no. man who's technically part Bigfoot, he, he, so yeah, he kind of does. Jersey Devil as well. I saw a little bit in there. Yeah, a person from Jersey who speaks Shakespeare. What? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, that that, that's the fantasy. That's the fantasy element. Yeah, that, that's, that's where that's where the your mother knows in. you wear the drapes. Yeah, I mean, as we Alesh all, poor rock. Uh, I mean that it, as we all know. I mean, to be or not to be—that is the question. <laughs> but that's why, yeah. But again, that's why that's why the, the great cloud keeper of the sky came down on the Care Bears and turned it to New Jersey. That we all know that's still the factual <laughs> evidence. We still know that's the real reason why New Jersey came to be. Maybe it was all like a meta, weird, roundabout kind of Hamlet pun. 
you know, pig, Shakespeare. Yeah, actually, they tried using a lot of biblical imagery using the pig because pig was oh. mentioned oh, in the phrase. Oh, yeah. Again, cool it just feels the pool of cowards. <laughs> yeah. Now funny. I will. Now I will say I didn't like how they tried making cryptids into a bigger deal, even even aliens and all that. But again, it just was not fleshed out enough with this short run. No, and I, I'll concise. Also, I kind of like how rushed the aliens were when they made Cryptozoic Man. All right, we make it, need to make a new guardian. What can we make out of this? We have some spare parts in the back. Bring them in, quick. I mean, to be fair, that's kind of what I th- how I thought he was going to be originated from initially when we were, when uh, before I read this. So, turns out that wasn't too far off from my initial uh, thought yeah. process. I also appreciate a- the nods to classic uh, horror stories. Like I like in the first issue. We get kind of the nod to the thing with the uh, the head spider. I thought that was a nice little nice little nod, and there's definitely some nice little references here and there to classic '80s horror. But again, I don't really care when I can't, when there's too much of a plot. Yeah. That also, here's another funny thing yeah. about the villains: they'll promote them on like the comic book covers each, and you're like, "Oh man, this must be the big villain of the week." He he's gone in like two pages. Yeah, that's another thing. And like I said, like they don't really do anything with them. So what's even the fucking point? They look cool. Yeah, that's it. It's 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 very much a style over substance. Yeah. Also, style. Uh, around the end, the big splash page showing all these evil entities from this dark universe. One of them was kind of like a superhero looking character that did not match any of the other ones. I was like, oh, I would like to see that story, but you know, forget me. I'm yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. I want. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's very much a style, a very much a bad style over substance style story, and it's kind of a shame that that's where this kind of led to it. You know, the, it kind of yeah. reminds me of a little bit. It kind of reminds me a bit of strange comparison, but it's similar formula. Kind of reminded me a lot of Kong Skull Island in that it's all style and not very good style over whatever substance they could have had to work with. Yeah, but the thing is, at least Whoa. Kong Skull Island, to me at least, was fun. Moot was, was I really love Kong Skull Island, you bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, to, yeah, tell me that with the horrible ass editing and the unlikable character. Yeah, Ace oh, yeah, like and I'm sure it didn't get any worse after that. Oh, yeah, no, no, that's my point. That was the start of the shit. Then we got the rest of the shit afterwards. Unbelievable. Uh, Ace, are you, telling me Mon- are you telling me Monarch Legacy of Monsters wasn't brilliant with, like, I have no idea what was happening in that, in that series. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I rest my case. Anyway. It, made, it, gave, it gave Minus One a run for its money. Just ask the Godzilla fans. Yeah, yeah, go ask the box office that question. <laughs> I'm sure it'll say it. And especially for a budget of apparently less than $15 million. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway. despite... I say, despite my issue with the writing, I had to again. I had to credit the art. I love the art in this comic. It's yeah, probably some art. of the best comic art I've seen. Yeah, the artwork is really good. Even in like even this, especially I think that it gets better with the the issues. Because the first one, I kind of like the painted look on it, but I much prefer the classic hand drawn um, EC horror style that they were going for. Yeah. Although yeah. there are there is one thing that did bother me though. There is a lot of photoshopped elements in the book, and I couldn't help but be. Oh, I didn't among, notice those. Uh, the, Seriously? Like, yeah, like in the outer space. If you ever go back and read the outer space parts, like the moon and some, like some parts, there were definitely some photoshopped elements in there, or at least. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, yeah those you could have easily just simply drawn something there. Those were not hard things to draw. But Come on. My biggest issue was the ending. 
Well, if you can even call it an ending. That's what I say. This series, again, it's because of how short it was. The ending just came out of nowhere. This big final battle. It's like, okay, this is going to be cool. And then out of nowhere, MacGuffin that was never mentioned before shows up. Yeah. It was really stupid. And the fucking teapots. Yeah. Yeah, and the teapot. And I was thinking, wow, I really wish I knew where that came from. But, you know, again, I guess me as the reader is not allowed to ha- know, the, know the inner thoughts of the story. Yeah, apparently You know, not. I really hate it when certain stories just pretend like they're smart. Yeah. Or, or at least pretend that their audience is smart enough to know what they're thinking. Yeah, but... my audience still hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah. The, see, here's the thing. There's a diff. <laughs> I mean, here's the, here's the problem. If you want to not talk down to your audience, that's fine. Like, you know, I and I perfectly understand that. You want to treat the audience with respect for that. But here's the thing. There's a balance on how far to go with that because some people are going to need to, you know, have some time to process for a story that you're trying to tell. And if you don't give them at least the right amount of information or at least the right amount of increments, they're just going to be confused and lost with what story you're trying to tell. Uh, there's one complaint I have on the uh, Cryptozoic Man's design I wanted to bring up. Why did he just have one regular human arm and not something stronger like a Bigfoot arm? I imagine that, that well, he's got half of Bigfoot's body on there, so I assume that they couldn't really put it in any other place because admittedly that would be... It would be. It would look out of place. Um. In yeah, know, no, but that design. has to be like the weakest of all of his body parts, though. At this point, unless it's like a weird reverse thing where it ends up being the strongest part of his body, perhaps. All right, fair point. Yeah, <laughs> but I. But with Cryptozoic Man, it's a case of it's a comic that I want to like, and I really want to, you know, for them to keep going with this project, but. At this point, I think they'd be better off with remaking it and trying to go a different approach with it next time because this is got potential to work. But next, <laughs> but I would suggest less Alan Moore and more, yeah, let's say, more classic EC horror. Are you suggesting not more Alan Moore? You need more more. more. It could be worse. It could be worse. That could be inspired by Garth Ennis. That could be. That- did you just say Garth Anus? That is also my cryptozoo. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your second one. That's your second crypto name. Yes. Or my Sith Lord name, Darth Anus. Thank you for the inspiration. <laughs> um, uh, but uh boy, did I ever miss out? Yeah. On, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you missed out you missed out on, on possibly the greatest modern comic ever. And I specify modern comic because you know it kind of gives you an idea. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's referring to, by the way, the writer of the boys. I might add. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, we can't really. I mean, I, if he were to give a rating on it, I, we'd probably just give it like two um, Photoshop moons out of five. To be honest, it's. Yeah. I say I give it three Nessie he- heads out of twenty. I think I'll give it one unexplained teapot out of ten. Brain, you want to get rated two from the cover? Um. Uh, I'll, I'll give it six Garth anuses out of 1,426 nightmare. <laughs> oh, wow, that's really generous. You, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I'll, Very generous. I'll, I'll double down. I'll double down. I'll give it two gimp masks as well. I'll give it. I'll give it two gimp masks, one lashing, and five yes mistresses out of ten. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but I oh, won't lie. Really I... feel pity for it. Yeah, I won't lie though. I still recommend this comic just because it's an experience. Whether it's good or bad, it's still an experience. <laughs> I would only recommend watching the AMC making of Cryptozoic Man. 
We did it. We did it, boys. We reviewed we reviewed all of Cryptozoic Man, which is something no one else on on YouTube has done. It's true, by the way. No one else on YouTube has actually reviewed the whole series. They stopped at their issue one. Yay. Yay. It was exciting to break new ground. Yeah. Now, speaking of breaking new grounds, let's break new grounds with more garbage as we now finally transition over to Lost Tapes. Oh, God. Okay. You guys weren't supposed I, to I find give it, I will give it credit. <laughs> I will give it credit. Okay. I actually enjoyed the Wendigo episode. Good. Okay. Yeah. That Fucking that's really the good. one I didn't see. I looked Here's at all the other crappy ones. Wait, Why do you watch only the bad ones? ones? You didn't watch the Mothman episode? Oh, oh, yeah, I did watch that. Well, I didn't see the Wendigo episode. I saw the Mothman one. Um, a lot of these I have nostalgia for and remember the imagery. Um, like the, uh, But the Wendigo one, I don't think I've ever seen. So, damn, I didn't come prepared. But, okay. uh, no, I, I, I got everything else, though. We're okay, good to go. But on the subject of that, since yeah. majority of us here, except for Sippy, of course, being people. The know, freak. Guys who grew up on... Well, freaks, yes. But Outcast. also people who grew Excuse up on me? the show. So, Brayton, like, what was your experience hmm. first getting into, or at least being exposed to Lost Tapes? I was exposed as a child to Lost Tapes. I brought the doll to show you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, the... Okay. So, okay, I don't know. Tell us, I, where, where did the show impact you the most? As, as shown on the doll. Can you point to where it did? <laughs> Right here, Dan, in the heart. Oh, speaks to the minds of a generation. No, I, uh, (laughs) I would watch as a as a young lad. Um, my mother, God bless her, is a very big uh, like unsolved mysteries sort of true crime fan. So I would be very traumatized by late night viewings of things I probably shouldn't be watching. Um, and uh, on the Animal Planet, they had an odd little nightmare fueled show of their own called Lost Tapes. Which uh, I was half fully convinced at a very young age were all legitimate. I didn't stay around to the end where what is the phrase that they use at the end? It was inspired by the possibility that these creatures could exist. That's always yeah, the disclaimer yeah, yeah. they put. Yeah. yeah, as a kid, I thought the same thing, and I also wondered how come people are still skeptical. We have so much footage. Of I them. know. It's <laughs> In no other words, lost. it's saying that it's based on what's possibly a lie. We yeah, are it's, lying it's, to you. Possibly. It's just a bullshit mountain. But uh, no, I would watch this stuff. And um, it's odd going back to it, though, because I remember it being a lot more thrilling at the time. So anyway, I, I would watch like this. And like um, there was another show on Animal Planet called uh, like some near death type of thing where untamed and uncut or something like that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I yes. I know what you're on. T- yeah. Yeah. Which is like a, animals gone wild type of. Yeah. It was a footage. top. Which is kind of a weird thing to put on animal planet. A show was meant to teach you about animals, but whatever. Well, yeah, it's kind of like they put pawn stars on the history channel. Why are we watching this? But no, <laughs> and, uh, lost tapes, lost tapes seems like prime sci-fi channel material. So it's weird to sort of stick that in the middle of, you know, yeah, think, a supposedly I, realistic I'm surprised it channel. wasn't on sci-fi, especially alongside... Or feces, you know, whatever you <laughs> yeah, prefer. That, yeah, that's um, more accurate. The but, Shark Channel. But, but let's that's face it, Shark Week. Yeah, but let's face it, though. This series was even cr- was only created because this was Animal Planet trying to cash in on Paranormal Activity. Because it came yeah. around 2008, roughly the same time as when Paranormal Activity and the found footage genre really exploded in the mainstream. Yeah, though, give mm. it credit, it is kind of the reason why we, why, like, the concept of, like, paranormal shows actually kind of took off a bit more. That and Ghost Hunters. Here's the thing. 
Blair Witch Project did it first, and they did it the best. Yeah. Did they, though? Look, here's the thing. Well, what about, the, okay, the McPherson tapes, actually, did it the first yeah, and did it the best, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, he has a point. Uh, that, right. Yeah, the McPherson tapes did a great job. and also I cared for that grandmother, thank you. I said, I don't care if it took, like, 20 minutes of us watching the family eat at a table. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> okay, so if that's true, why are the tapes not as popular as the Blair Witch? Why doesn't it cool. have a homestay name in Because I wanted to see the witch, but they never like got the to. Myths. Or unless, yeah, if you, or unless we know. really want to go back to the granddaddy of found footage, we could talk about Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, fuck, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that poor turtle. That poor, poor turtle. Um, but anyway, the... Um, poor gamma. Uh, yeah, Lost, lost Tapes. Uh, I was kind of talking about this beforehand, too, and we can talk about going into it. Mm. But, like, going watching something from my youth that I was so terrified of, because, you know, it has an effective intro and everything and creates that creepy atmosphere. But it's not even, like, competent found footage or, like, a harrowing narrative that they weave. It's literally just, you know, people futzing around in the forest half the time. You'll see a blur and then show's over, show's over, distraction. Um, so there's not, like, any cool – I mean, there's some. But there's not any through line of really cool monster effects or anything. Um, it's kind of a sloppy, cheaply made – uh, production uh, the yeah. series as a whole like, yeah. like the common porno exactly right where's the art man that's what i'm where's asking the art? Yeah, yeah but sometimes but, yeah. i will say it stumbles across genius uh because there are some like filmic imagery like in the jersey devil and i use that for the intro with the hooves like coming through the door and you see it like that's a great striking cinematography shot right there um yeah, but uh scene. That is a great scene. Yeah, I will say I genuinely love the opening to this show because that yeah. same narration inspired our narration of this show. Indeed. Oh my god! I knew that sounded familiar. When fact, how do you not know? You're, you're, you're the one that does the opening. <laughs> I ain't saying it, but I'm kind of surprised that you. When we, hell, I think I even mentioned um, the narration was inspired by lost tapes. I, I even mentioned that. I don't to remember you. that. I don't think you're. I don't think I remember that. You just gave me a script and said, just. <laughs> Voice this in your most intimidating voice. Okay. No, no. What we did was we gave you a script, and he said, "Read this." We didn't. What am I getting paid? <laughs> you got. Uh, we are. Uh, we already we, paid we, you. We paid this you with show. pain. Oh yeah. Hellraiser rules. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> but anyways, uh, speaking of which, uh, so Will, how did you get exposed to crypt to uh, lost tapes? I had Animal Planet. That's it. Explains <laughs> <laughs> it all. But joke aside, this show did get me interested in cryptids yeah and like brayton said i also thought these were real when i first saw them and again i was trying to figure out how come people are so skeptical about these things existing we have a whole show about them there's, there's actual footage <laughs> <laughs> well i guess like i guess uh since of course we mentioned sippy doesn't but from my experience with um lost tapes so i was right around this time i was getting very much into cryptozoology i had different types of books i had different um forms of media to watch and also there was another show that was going around roughly the same time as lost tapes was and that was monster quest on history channel and i watched the hell out of that uh, when it was uh, premiering and then when i skip over to animal planet because i was huge into that show when i was a kid as well i saw ads for lost tapes and being a fan of cryptids and someone who loved horror even as a kid most likely because I was exposed to things I shouldn't have because my parents were not very vigilant over me watching shit like that. But I uh, decided to watch it. And Ace after... just told us he watched porn. 
Yeah, <laughs> r- yeah, she, well, actually, yeah, kind of. But <laughs> at the time, but when I was watching it, um, at the time, now I'm not, I'm not sure if I could say agree with both you and you know you and Brayton on this because I didn't think it was fully real when I first started watching it. But the moments that I really you know realized that it wasn't the case was later seasons when they incorporated occurring task force which we'll get into when we talk about the series a little bit further but i will say this there were plenty of episodes that were very believable and did a great job of really tensing you up a bit and really making you feel the disturbing factor you know like like you brain i think that this show has a lot of potential to be something actually really great but it keeps stumbling on the fact that it keeps having to rely on cheap tricks and tactics in order yeah. to that that they think the audience needs to uh you know have you know pay attention to like like they're losing them and the thing is you can't really do that yeah. with found footage found footage really works in the fact that everything is slow you don't have any music you don't have anything to really indicate that this is something you know you know, being produced like this is supposed to be real yeah. footage, and and it's tough to build up an atmosphere in a twenty-minute time block. And when you're insisting on adding in like a talking head, you know, history lessons on each cryptid, right? It's kind of hard to establish a sort of foreboding, you know, exactly terror. Yeah. Anyway, D- Sippy, what was your first interaction with the show? Well, the Wendigo episode, thankfully. Yeah. So, so we could start off I with mean, that just, just today. Yeah, just no, no, today. Actually, I was kind of hoping he would just say it was us that introduced him or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was just today. It was just today. Do you have nostalgia but... for the show now? No. No. I mean, you don't have nostalgia for like 10 minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, so just give it a bit. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it was something that could put me to sleep. I mean, just softly, soundly, if... I could just turn off my brain to something, then that would be it. Uh, First, are you saying Lost Tapes is forensic files? How dare you? (laughs) At least to me it is. I mean, hell, I I fell asleep to Hellraiser 3 like a fucking baby. Well, well, that's your own take. I'm not going to judge you. (laughs) Okay, look, 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 look. It just reminded me of, like, those, uh, uh paranormal documentaries that you would watch on like the fear zone or something and i fall asleep to those if i can't you know like just do it on my own and Mm -hmm. it it works it actually works i don't get any nightmares i don't know what's wrong with me but anyways (laughs) the one episode that really engaged me was the wendigo one and the one brain didn't watch shit (laughs) yeah 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 so i will say this without any spoilers it does tackle like the fact that anybody could become the wendigo anybody could be afflicted by the curse and if you're going out camping and you run the risk of running out of food then (laughs) you better uh start rationing otherwise one of your closest friends is going to start picking you off one by one and this actually sets off a really good concept for a horror movie I mean, yeah, if also, anything, uh, it breaks off into two different parts. It breaks off into, like, the camper's perspective and then afterwards the rescue team's perspective. Right. Respectfully. And, and it just really engages you through both, um, yeah. And it yeah also, fun, 
Also, fun fact, scientifically speaking, the vegan would become the worst Wendigo. <laughs> but, 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 listen, yeah. listen. What if, in a twist, the vegan does become the carnivore? Like, it's something that actually that he's would never be, I, experienced. I, I wish and then he's like, now. oh, fuck, this is good. Oh, no, I know oh, it would become the worst Wendigo because it would be the most aggressive and violent. I mean, it'd be like Nikocado Avocado, you know? You know how he was uh, like a vegan back then? And now he's like 600 pounds after eating all that McDonald's and Takis? That just, you just sound like you're describing Sam Kennison at this point. <laughs> but basically May that. May he rest in peace. But I will say I genuinely liked how the Wendigo looked here because he wasn't really a full-on monster. He was literally just wearing a deer skull. Just somebody delusional. I mean, I yeah. like that, honestly. It brings a little more of a human concept to it. It's not like, right. um, uh, what is that one game? It was like a point-and-click adventure. Which game are you I know. Before Dead, Dawn, by, before Dawn. Yeah, Dead by Dawn, yes. Dead by Dawn, yes. okay, so, yes. I remember yeah. the Wendigos in that. They were like little golem creatures that were like, um, they regressed to that form. But no, I actually like this Wendigo because it, it set the... Um, the vision of delusion, I guess. The feeling of delusion it, on the afflicted's part because yeah. they're wearing delusion a mask. like a like a like a Twitch streamer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, it takes... you can still see their way they wear clothes and they're wearing a mask, kind of like to symbolize that's the monster that they are now. It doesn't have to be like a painful transformation over time. It could just be like an outwards. I mean, like a uh, how do I say it? It takes the idea of Wendigo. It, it takes the idea of the real disease of Wendigoism, and it shows us what would actually a person look like if they went through that process. Exactly, exactly. And it works. It it's really an outwards does. depiction of what's going on in his brain, inwards and outwards. Right. And the thing is, too, to consider is that this episode is basically just a. Let's be honest. It's basically there just to kind of be a slasher movie, but in an episode, but. Putting the Wendigo in that spot does work because it really does. Because its need is to kill and consume. So having you know, seeing the campers and how this is all happening to them because they ran out of food and they were lost, plus the rescue team trying to find them and seeing all this happening, it it makes for a very good episode. And I will uh, not take anything, that away from it. And what's scariest about this is that a Wendigo can be a lot more truth and fiction than other cryptids because i mean have you ever heard of the downer party the name sounds familiar uh okay so like it's a very depressed was, party yes it's family very, dinner on the road it was very <laughs> depressing okay so like here's what happened there was like a big expedition across the u.s over to washington or to california and you know all the pioneers and their little um uh, carriages and uh dysentery and all that well they managed to camp out in this one part of the woods and it was chilling and cold and it got to the point where they started killing and eating each other and by the time Ooh. the rescue it was only five minutes victim, and it was only five minutes oh no, no it was like it was very slow over the course of like a year i think Ooh. And so by the time the rescue team came over, because somebody has said, hey, can you help my buddies out? I fear for their lives. They come over and they're like, what, about five people left? And they are looking shrunken. Like they just, oh my God. They look like the freaking golem creatures in um, Before Dawn. But, you know, I mean, I, I, wanted, like to make a I wanted to make a comparison what? to something, but I don't want to go there because it's too dark. 
how many times how many times have we gone too dark on this show at this point, Sippy? You might okay, fuck it. Auschwitz. Auschwitz victims. Oh, 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 oh great. Great. YouTube's not going to let us on anymore. <laughs> there goes the VOD. Well, Try okay. to make an abortion joke. Uh, <laughs> see, Brain, this is what I'm talking about. We are nothing but sick yeah. bastards. Yeah. Hey, Brain, I'm weren't you a Wendigo temporarily? Was I a Wendigo temporarily? Yeah. Uh, I'm a summer long since forgotten. Yeah, yeah wasn't that like a McDonald's or something? I know. I what? just went crazy. I was on top of the counter. You refused to eat any of the actual food there. You'd rather eat people and then, you know, just kind of went downhill from there. Wait, wait. I know, I know. Hold on, hold on. Was this... Hold on a second, because I got to answer. I'm loving it. (laughs) So that time when you you told me and Andres and Rap that you had to take care of something, was this that thing we were talking about when we were at G-Fest, Brain? Is there something you need to tell us now? Whenever I excuse myself from a recording or anything and I say, oh, I'll be right back, just assume I'm eating people. That's it. I, I no, have I, one I important it. question for it. you. I have one important question for you, Brain. Andres owes me five bucks now. Can you. I say something? Can I be you. real with you? Mm-hmm. What tastes better, American or European? <laughs> <laughs> European, <laughs> European, of course. They're cleansier, cleanlier, folks, you know? Thank uh, you. Thank you. Yeah. Is it true yeah, what they, they say about Chinese season. food? I don't do Chinese. It blocks me up. You know, Chinese, Mexican. That's why I've never eyeballed Andres. You know, I know who <laughs> is. Send me to the thunder bucket. Well, wait, wait, wait. But what if you tried Salvadorian? Are we just going to talk about eating people the rest of the show? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, that, why, yeah I, why not? I mean, we I missed guess... out talking about this on the on the Wendigo episode. Well, I, I mean, yeah. Not? So I mean, so yeah. is so is that why you never try to eyeball like and try to eat David at this point? I'm nowhere near David. I'm I, I don't like to leave too far from home. Yeah. Far now, from it, now, if you meet someone you don't want to eat, would that be offensive to the person that you don't want to eat, or would that be a compliment? Like if you want to light eat eater, okay? You so I, I do light snacks, so usually it's the smaller folk that I aim for. Uh, um, and it has nothing against that person. It's just, you know, what my appetite can take at a time. The smaller okay. so I'm folk, a vampire, you know? I just want to make sure what you mean by the smaller folk. The small Midgets, okay? I eat midgets. Is that so wrong? Oh, <laughs> he calls them nuggets. I thought you meant children. No, they have all their life to grow. <laughs> they have all their life to fear being eaten in the future. That's us. Always. Instill the fear at a young age. But- like this show did with me. <laughs> yes, and speaking of the show, so, yeah, the Wendigo episode is pretty good, and another one that we could definitely bring up also is the Mothman episode. Yeah. A.K.A. the yeah. best usage of the Mothman in any piece of media so far. Has there never been a quality Mothman feature? As of, Mothman. As of oh, not even. Uh, are, you ta- are you saying the Sci-Fi Channel original movie was not a high-quality Mothman? Oh, I don't know. We reviewed it last time, and Sippy was screaming for two hours. What do you uh, think? If we reviewed it, I would have remembered that. Yeah, that that's what I fucking thought. I'm trying to repress it as hard as possible, but... Yeah. All I remember was some weird gray... Mo- oh, I think it was some gray, gray man-thing uh, creature are killing teenagers. So then let's go on focusing on something positive, like the Lost Tapes episode. So anyways, um, one thing about the Lost Tapes episode that I really enjoy is that they actually use, I think they were at least using either a, either a f- overlay of it or they were using legit 16 millimeter film. And I like that aspect yeah, they of it. Put in all the stops to recreate like, uh, like news footage and um, 
interrogation scene thing. Yeah. It was a lot more production on into this one than yeah. yeah and I, w- and I won't lie, Brain. A lot, a lot of their outfits looked like something you'd wear. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I hate. To I have it. dressed as a beautiful butterfly and stood atop bridges in my time as well. All right, I'm everywhere and nowhere. So you, so are you the reason the bridges collapse? Or are you just gonna? Or are you not gonna want to answer <laughs> that? No, I just like to, you know, say hi. I say, what happens afterwards is none of your business. You know, that's right. If I I look fabulous enough to cause to cause riffles and bridges, that's my that's my issue. Yeah, of course. But I will say also is that uh, speaking of costuming, I like that a lot of the actors, you know, kind of look like people from the sixties or or seventies at this point. I like that it's trying to be a lot more authentic, and it does work to a degree. And I like it that focuses on one guy who was, you know, seeing the Mothman and fearing that something was going to happen, and it actually discusses the the bridge collapsing and connecting it as well. And The yeah, funny uh, thing is, as a kid, I did not like this episode. To be fair, I can understand why, too, because it is a very slow-paced episode. Yeah. And, but I think in this case it works because it's kind of going in a, and I used to hate this terminology, but I'll see you as it anyway, docudrama approach to it. I will get again. I will defend that this episode does a really good job at not showing the Mothman too much. Although one issue I do have with that episode, whenever we do kind of see it, it's obviously a guy in a bedsheet. Ah, Scooby Doo rules, nice. But the rest of it was uh, very well done. You know, I wouldn't say it's as good as the Wendigo episode. I will say I think it's easily one of the better episodes of this entire series. Yeah. And, uh, Sippy, what about you? What do you think about this episode? Honestly, I just piggybacking off of what you guys said, I really liked the implied realism of the whole episode, how everybody looked pretty much in place. Nobody felt out of place in that episode, and it just felt like an actual documentary that you would see on TV. Yeah, now I did want to say this. I know you guys aren't really a big fan. I actually do like when they actually have people talking about the cryptids and talking about information on them. Now, are they real or are they like the janitor or Uh, something? We don't have, as I said, there's no real information on them themselves. But, you know, still, as a a visually, it's appealing. From what I understand, (sighs) I think some of them... I want authentic crackpots. Well, actually, I was just about to say that. Oh, you're talking to us. (laughs) Okay. Well, 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 hopefully not, but... I actually did look that up, and some of them actually are legit cryptozoologists. Except Max Brooks. I think so. But no, some of them <laughs> actually are people that they interviewed um, that talk about the subject. Although, I don't think they really knew what they were getting themselves into with what they were uh, interviewing for. So, all right, so what's the big fun this episode guy comes in in the monkey suit from Spongebob? <laughs> <laughs> what's a gorilla doing underwater in the first place? But, well, 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 well. George, they're George, they're off to us! Let's get out of here! here. I wanted that as an ending for one of the episodes. That would have been amazing. Yeah, (laughs) hilarious. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. So, Brayden, uh, since you've seen that one, what did you think of the Mothman episode? Well, no, like I said, I like it a lot. Uh, The guy, uh, you know, again, when you're watching a lot of these things, it's just so evident how quickly and cheaply they were produced. It's nice to actually see, as you were mentioning, some uh, melding in with, like, the interrogation footage at the beginning and everything, along with this I forget the character's name. It was something simple. Uh, yeah, it was so, it was something simple. I forgot his name. Yeah, but yeah, they actually they pulled out all the stops for this one. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know Mothman as a concept. I don't know if this too. I maybe should have mentioned this at the start. If this disqualifies me as a guest, I am not necessarily a believer in 
99% of this stuff. Um, Get out. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where you guys fit along that spectrum, but uh, I am open to the possibility of it. You're All right, well, I'll take that's, that. That's pretty much us. And then uh, that's pretty much us too. Like we know that a lot of these probably aren't real, but what are you yeah, talking? They're... What are you talking about? Brayton himself is a cryptid. Well, okay. Well, I know. Minus Brayton, and of course the Roth Squatch. Minus those two. They're... But I haven't seen those episodes though. But yeah, I, I think the concept like of Mothman has always intrigued me. I don't know a lot about him, yeah. but uh, an actual bringer of destruction is kind of cool, rather than yeah. a. Uh, yeah. Now, know, Brayton, have you heard like of a, Angry like Cole? A herald of, a herald of destruction. You know. Yeah. 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 Not to Ma- mention, I don't. As mentioned in the Mothman episode, he it is a based tied around a real event, which only makes it even more fascinating to consider the possibilities with that. Sure, and that's easily like my personal favorite cryptid. And I, you know, that capitalize on the real tragedy tragedy to stick your uh, crypto nuts. <laughs> but yeah. but Brayton, since we're talking about the Mothman, have you heard of Ingrid Cold? Um, is, he is called is he is called the Grinning Man. And oh. he, and the story is at, at Point Pleasant around the same time he showed up in a UFO and t- and talked to a uh, man. He was described as having a unsettling smile and orange skin. Now nowadays we just think it's Donald Trump playing in the was... space game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but back then that was actually a spectacle. You never kid that much. Hey Earthlings, so yeah. <laughs> um... now, now listen, I'm gonna tell you. You're gonna be. You see that bridge over there? It's gonna collapse in another couple of days. And you're gonna see moss flying in the air, and we the best way how to make sure the bridge doesn't collapse is if we built a wall around the moss. Okay? No, it's it's, it's a fantastic bridge. Don't get me wrong, but we're gonna build a better one. I can tell you that. It'll, Believe it'll me. It'll be tremendous. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ace. I'm sorry, Ace. Brain does a better voice. No, he really does. He, he really <laughs> does. I am a beautiful butterfly. Okay? People tell me that all the time. But uh, no, I, I anyway, I have not heard of this man. But I haven't heard of. There are a lot of the more obscure ones that are new. I've only heard of. Yeah, through but technically, this show. Ingrid Cold isn't a cryptid because he's technically a person in a way. Can can he be? But well, technically, gives no, him more fodder. That that files into the urban legend category. There, uh, well, because... yeah, but he does. Yeah, but he does show up in a roll in a rolling UFO. But there are humanoids that can be counted as cryptid in urban legends. A shadow man's another one too. And, yeah, I uh, have a couple of those in my in my comic. The Crooked Man is not so scary. Crooked Cat Girl now available in webtoons. Plug plug. Anyways, but no, the um the Mothman episode is another really good one. And to talk about one that I personally have a lot of favoritism towards is the Devil Dragon episode. Mm. AKA which the, sounds like a, it sounds like an old time manga. It kind Double of drink. it kind of does, <laughs> but it's actually the episode based around the possibility of the Megalania, which is a ancient, which is a relative of, which is a um, ancestor of a lot of monitor lizards and Komodo. Yeah, actually, I, yeah, I really like this because this isn't really like a monster; it's just a bigger version of an animal that already exists. Right, and that may or may not be around. Like, it, there are a couple of um, real animals that. Kind of I see how big lizards could get. I'm not going to deny the fact something like that would exist. Neither would I, because there are crocodilians that get as b- large as that. So I can de- I can believe that there could be some lizards out there that were probably still around that around that size. But the other thing that I think really makes the Devil Dragon episode, in my opinion, the best episode of the series, is the fact that is it's one guy who is trying to go through an extreme survive, you know, extreme survival extreme survivalist he gets they couldn't afford more actors they couldn't afford more actors 
But the actor they actually got for this one actually does a really damn good job in that episode. That's why they couldn't afford more actors. They got the one good one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And and he just gets caught up in a situation that he was that no one would be prepared for in that given scenario that no one would have expected. I'm I work by Batman rules. I pre- I prep for all the stupid things. Right. Now, like if you guys ever betray me, I have a whole list of how I kill you. Right. Now, I will admit there is one thing that um uh, that that kind of like hurts the episode a little bit cuz now admittedly I'm not no, I'm not any expert on people who put themselves through those extre- those extreme conditions. But I will say, from what I have heard, even for people who do do that, they at least have a medical, you know, medical kit with them at all times. Yeah. Now, during the Ace, as, as someone who was in a survival scenario, I was locked in a Taco Bell bathroom for like forty minutes. Oh dear God! I, it, yeah, I, I, I know, I know. I didn't have a medical. I didn't have a medical bag, and I did just fine. I puked a lot, but still, touche. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, but. I, but again, like, because in the episode, it's basically the guy gets bitten by the by the uh, megalania, and as you know, some monitor lizards are known to have venom or you know or or chock full of dangerous bacteria which can rot away at your body. It's venom like the Eminem song. Yeah, kind of like the Eminem song. And oh, God. the whole episode is basically this one guy trying to get to help as fast as he can while this thing is stalking him the whole time, and the whole thing is handheld. <sighs> It, only very few times does it use, like, a um, tripod, which makes sense that, he, uh, got, that a survivalist would use if they're capturing his entire uh, experience. And a lot of times, too, it's not really, like, a- anything HD. It's, like, really old-school-style ones that you'd see from the 2000s. And it really works. It really feels yeah. like, so, you know, what I think where the episodes, where Lost Tapes works is when it feels the most real. Yeah, I'll, and, I'll give her credit. I think the makeup on him when he's, like, getting sicker is really impressive. Exa- yeah, and the fact the way he screams at the end and it's just act when he's acting his ass off and just screaming out, Ah, leave me alone! It's really effective. Oh, it's, yeah, right. They use that in the opening, too, don't they? Yes, yes they, they yeah, at least, at least the first season they do. And it's, again, really effective stuff. I think it's still the best episode in the series, and ironically, it's from season one, which I'd argue is probably the worst season of them. Yeah, like that that's a like again, there's times when this series has gems like that and there's some really great yeah. stuff. It's unfortunate that it's we few and then, far between. Yeah, it's there's like, far it's between. like the modern comic book it's like the modern comic book industry. You'll find you'll find one, at least one good one among all that. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, great. I wonder what the I wonder what the kick is for that though. Like I imagine they bring a new and I use giant air quotes here, directors for each episode. But they obviously they don't have credits at the end, right? Yeah, there's um, no there's no credits. You'd probably have to go on IMDb. That's it. I kind of ruined the illusion. <laughs> it's all yeah. It's all it's all done in house at the Animal Planet. It's part of their tribe. But uh, I, a lot of them though are just so. Again, I say so cheap. It could easily be like Raph and I again. We're joking about making one of our own, a parody of Lost Tapes with a Santa Claus, where you could yes. just easily film it in the house. And oh my hear, god, I would love Krampus. And that's all you need. And that's you know, uh, but a lot of them are just so glaringly low budget. When they actually use that low budget to do some creative things, it's like, oh, there you are, an actual show. Um, yeah, but also, times, anyone better use the Easter yeah. Bunny. Oh my god! All the little, all the little kid cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but is the Easter Bunny a cryptid? He, he, you know what? He may as well be because there sure. is a cryptid, or at least an urban legend about 
axe-wielding maniac wearing a bunny suit. Actually, I was proven that's to true. Yeah, the real. bunny man. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. actually, I was proven that actually happened. Yeah, wasn't there like oh, yeah. a story bit? Like, wasn't there a real event based around that a bit? Like yep. an actual killer. Yep. Yep. And just like Brayden, he killed people dressed as a bunny. I'm sorry, Brayden. I, mean, I know I've been kind of <laughs> knocking you out all night. I know. What the hell, man? You're coming at my jugular here. You're just so fascinating. I'm sorry. I am, I am a rich tapestry of odd discoveries. But uh, so is the show. And I have to say, yeah, uh, in terms of things like that in the Mothman episode, there, again, there are gems. Um, but then if we could talk a bit a bit about the shittier ones as well. Oh, we're, uh, we're let's get right into that. Actually, first, some... first yeah. we need to ask, we need to ask Sippy the important question. Sippy, did you bite yeah. the man in the devil in the devil lizard episode? Did I bite the what? Did you bite the guy? <laughs> the guy? Did you bite? Were you the one that bit him? Were you the Megalania is what we're asking you. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> I will neither deny nor <laughs> confirm that question. We know you're a lizard. Come on. We know you're really a reptilian. What makes you say that, huh? Uh, let's see. Um when we went when we went to that uh dinner when we went to that uh diner once, like you're 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 you decided to extend your tongue out to grab your sandwich. Uh, and you kept on praising Elon Musk. That was really weird. Yeah. like And look, the sandwich was way too far ahead, okay? I I couldn't reach with my arms. I have little arms. And secondly, you were also very itchy that day. And when I looked to see if it was anything wrong, I started seeing scales. Like, are you, are you sure there's not something you're That's not telling That's what happens you? when I go out into the cold. I get dry skin. And, and Everybody when we, has that. It didn't really look we too much like dried skin, good sir. Yeah, and when we were watching Amazing Spider-Man, you said to us, you said to us that a lizard had some good points. And actually, you know, and you, when we were watching Spider-Man the Animated Series, where we were talking about the lizard, you thought that they that uh, that it was discrimination against li- against the lizard man. Is there something Seems you want like to tell? Like I'm us? not the only fascinating one here. Now here's the thing. I mean, they're right. It's a crime against nature. I'll say that. But I cannot say the same for the actor. He was a good actor. Please support this guy. That we will agree with. He, How do you taste? Yes. What? Nothing. <laughs> but getting on to the shittier episodes of Lost Exit, speaking of Reptilian, let's start off with that one. Yeah, oh, we my specify, God. This is, this is the majority of the series. It's the majority yeah. of the series, but we got a couple of stink. Well, we got a couple of uh, specific stinkers we can go into. And the first one, of course, being the Reptilian episode, which is actually the quote-unquote final episode of the series, but... That went out with a bang. Yeah, well, to be fair though, that was actually the Beast of Bray Road episode, but the oh, it went out with a with a slither. The reptilian episode, yeah. like I think it works better if it was a a, a regular th- movie, like a regular horror film cuz the idea of the reptilians are like conceptually fine. I have like I like the idea of there being in this underground cults of these creatures that we this, don't know this about. This was a plot. This is a plot of it of an old t- straight to straight to TV movie. That's what this was. Right. It, yeah. And I'm not saying, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes some of them can really work in that. There's plenty of really good uh, straight to TV movies, but in this case, you're trying to do that with a found footage, um, found footage <sighs> horror, you know, horror show that's trying to convey some you know elements of factual element you know evidence of this string may or may not exist let's be honest reptilians is is kind of something that we don't 
consider real at all. So, what you well, ta- there's what a you whole segment of society who believe, <laughs> and uh, not to bring them. Yeah, Twitter into the and one of Facebook. There's tell, two of them. They'll tell you what exactly. you get. They'll tell you what you get. You get what you fucking deserve. Yeah, I, you know, I'd say yeah, Trump was also a lizard man, but I, but no, he was too leathery for it. Okay, I listen, I, I don't really th- believe in the concept of lizard man. If anything, Says I'm more of a lizard man. If anything, I'm more of a mole people kind of guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll yeah. find the like the the weird like say I see him all the time segments on YouTube of like oh at thirty seconds in you see President Eisenhower's eyes split and turn into a what? Uh, but um, reptilian men, fellows, they're yeah. um, they're people who do believe. But uh, no, this the, I don't think I saw the reptilian man episode this time around. But uh, what is what is the gist of the episode? If you could lay out a plot. First right, off, I have to say they don't look like the lizard men from from Land the Lost. I was very oh the sleeve stacks. Yeah, the, oh. yeah, they, yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't, they don't look, look like look the sleeve like stacks. Unfortunately, Brady. That would have been amazing if they did though. Yeah, I I mean oh, I love boy. me some sleeve stacks, so I would have liked to see that. that. Sounded dirty, Ace. That sounded I, well, then, dirty. <laughs> fuck then you. You could have included a. You could you could have included Chaka in a uh, in the Bigfoot episode. I mean, it'd be good. Chaka oh yeah, yes it was. Yeah. But then again, that's yeah. us asking for a Land of the Lost remake. But that's probably never. We got happen. it with Will Ferrell. That Fuck off! That is not <laughs> Land of the Lost. Close enough. Not in my Land house. of the Land of the Lost tapes. I will admit that was actually my first Land of the Lost. The one you, with Will Ferrell. You you yeah, said I, you said unfortunate soul. I was lucky. Yeah, actually, I my first what. My first time watching that series was actually the marathon of the original show promoting the movie. That's exactly how I got into it. <laughs> because when the I've movie... never seen the there's there was that 80s or 90s version of it. I've never seen it, but it's got a great theme song. That's that's yeah. actually pretty. That's actually a pretty good show. It's not as well written Ooh, as the original 70s series, but it's still a mm-hmm. fun show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks but, interesting. Yeah, but back to um, the reptilian. So. Uh, can we talk about Land of Lost more? <laughs> I, I, I wish we could, but unfortunately, nothing about that show has cryptid involving. Maybe uh, te- again, they technically have liz- they technically have reptiles, reptilians, right? But they don't. But they're not. Yeah, but it's not something that's reaching into our reality, and they're not based on something that may or may not be real. At least it's not the fishmen, like from Lovecraft lore. Well, well, that that, that that's a whole ca- different can of worms. We've got a whole catalog if we ever want to reboot Lost Tapes here of possibilities. Now, here's the thing. I need to know if lizards have been cro- procreating with humans. Because that's the only thing. That's the only explanation. I assume that's like having sex with a purse. True. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. And pretty much people are us? probably no, into that I'm not shit. going to. I'm not going to be judging. I'm definitely judging. But I can confirm that people might have a fetish for that. Yeah. I do not deny that. It's called being Honey, can you pull the wallet out of the purse? I'd rather not. Anyway, so the reptilian episode. Uh, so here's one thing that I hate about the show that they do all the time. They always have these weird task force in them. Yeah, the ultimate taking you out of the realism scenario. Yeah, because because I hate it when these type of shows do that with reoccurring characters because they're not fucking needed. Like, that's like when it just doesn't feel real at all because when you see these characters in the same fucking show over and over again, it's like, okay, yeah, this is... You're losing the believability here because one thing that makes found footage work so well is the fact that they're all average Joes. 
Like, yeah, and also, and also, if you you shouldn't make up a company that people could just look up online and see if it's real or not. Exactly. That's the other problem. Like, you can't do that with found footage because people are smart. They'll look this up and be like, "Oh yeah, this is fake shit." And uh, and again, I just. I just don't understand why this is even necessary. I get it. You want to have, like, some armed forces in some certain shows. But, but look at the Wendigo episode. That had, like, a simple rescue team. You yeah, plus, there are, like, there are tons of real armed forces that they could have used. Yeah. They could have easily used Or even them. used mercenaries. Or even used mercenaries of some kind. Or a bounty hunter, like you even say. Like, they pay someone to rescue somebody. Or bounty like hunter. Dog the bounty hunter. Dave Brain knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. But, but additionally, too, um, I mean, yes, the, the reptilians is a concept I can easily see being used for the show, but it doesn't really do anything with it much. And yeah, the real it's question very is, boring are episode. reptilians cryptids? But they count. They count. They, like, they, are, they are an urban legend, so they kind of count in the cryptid catalog. Because cryptid, got to remember this. Cryptids usually are classified as mysterious creatures or urban legends. Even folklore to a certain extent. So, reptilians are fair game for uh, lost tapes. But the problem with the case of reptilians is that, well, we don't really know what their motivation is. And with uh, reptilians, they're always known for being a conqueror, you know, for, you know, for trying to conquer us humans. I just, I just hope they have a skeletal-like personality and they have no other goal than just evil. Well, I mean, that's plenty of other... Um... Reptilian I'll get you next time, humans. Nah. Uh, no, oh no, even better, Co- Cobra from GI Joe, because you know they're already reptiles. Uh, well, ta- actually, technically, actually, no. It would be the um, it would be like it would be King Hiss from He Man. Oh yeah, His like anyone army. remembers King Hiss? Like anyone remembers King Hiss? Yeah, don't don't remind me. But yeah, it's a really stupid episode, and it highlights some like some of the worst elements of Lost Tapes. Yeah. And during our chat discussion for the episode, Sippy here decided to make it more disgusting. Oh, oh. yeah! What you, explain, to, explain to the audience what you uh, came up with there, Sippy. You sick fuck. Yeah, explain the scene, too, so people kind of know what, the, what, they're, what they're getting into. You started really? this. You started this. No, 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 you brought it up. I didn't start this. This was between <laughs> us. And now it's everyone's problem. God damn it. So, you know the film that they, uh put over them the one that looks like plastic wrap or something yeah, yeah. like they basically um harvest them i just said that they lo- looked like they were getting bukkaked <laughs> you sick man uh i was trying to be funny you're trying to be funny and now people that don't know what that term is are gonna look it up at and then blame <laughs> us Sadly, and now they become be the case. and now thanks to me they've become wiser and now I... we're gonna get us canceled <laughs> And then after that, you, after that, you would play about the teenagers saying "f teenagers," and I was like, probably not the best choice of words. I, no, so okay, so listen, thing. I was, I was like, "fuck teenagers again," <laughs> because if any of you know me, I hate it, absolutely hate teenagers in horror movies. Dan would be the slasher that kills teenagers. Yeah, in he really movies. would. He would be fully Jason Voorhees. That is your spirit. Except animal. he's the hero of his own story. Yeah, you really. Well, to be fair, you could argue that Jason is the hero. From a I will be the one to purge the adolescent plague from this earth. 
And uh, speaking of which, since uh, that's pretty much all there is to the reptilian episode, let's well, talk yeah, about. Speaking of teenage, speaking of teenagers, I'd like to just put a quick shout out there for my worst episode, which is the Oklahoma. Octopus. I was about to yeah. say that episode. God, I hated that episode yeah, so much. That was AKA Wrath to Danger. Yeah, Oh my God, did you see that? Out. See what? There was a tentacle. Did you get it on film? Nope. No. <laughs> Even though you clearly <laughs> got it. We're never going to get laid. <laughs> uh, that was a awful awful episode Pain. yeah and they also likewise they only they use the only shot you ever see of the octopus in the intro as well the little uh tentacle coming up for i don't know approximately 0.3 seconds yeah and, um, it's, and it's really badly cg'd i might add they couldn't yeah. get like a fucking proper something like hell as i feel like making a fake tentacle would have been easy yeah like i mean just yeah. it, hell if ed wood can do that by stealing an octopus prop surely they could have done the same fucking thing just buy a pool noodle and guzzy it up you know it, it can be vague uh, yeah, like actually, just use a regular pool noodle and just make it from the distance. I don't think anyone noticed. I don't <laughs> no. think anyone noticed. Although now that I say that, I'm, I was kind of hoping that when they were filming that episode, one of them was like, "All right, let's shoot this fucker." <laughs> and there's a deleted scene where, like, one of them is being attacked by the octopus. I love the scene where uh, Martin Landau, aka Lugosi, is pretending to be attacked by the octopus. You know, I'd like to think during the filming of this episode, people were just walking, seeing seeing idiots on a on a on a boat. Hey, what you guys doing out there? You <laughs> filming? Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's there's a movie. Um, one of the only other good. Sh- I know sharks aren't cryptids, okay, but there's another movie uh, about a shark that isn't bad called The Shallows. I quite enjoyed a bit, and it kind of has a similar thing where she's trapped on a, a rock. Well, at first she's trapped on a dead whale, but then she's trapped on a rock, and there's a shark that prevents her from getting back oh, to shore. Oh, actually, and, you know, I've, seen that that I've seen that movie. I've seen that. Yeah, actually yeah I didn't mind it. Um, and it, this is kind of the same thing where they can't get back to the shore because the octopus will drag them under, but the characters are very, uh, again, teenager-esque and loud and obnoxious and fratish, and they try yeah. to have little... They try to have a little, you know, um, what do you call it? Dissension in the ranks, a little... Uh, uh, Lord of the Flies, I guess, type of action. I don't know. But uh, they have no character, and I, I just want them to be all pulled under. And, and they were only out there up. for 15 minutes. And oh. it's a tiny lake, by the way, too. Like, I mean, it's, a, a, I guess, a, a, a tiny body of water, I guess. So I feel like if there was an octopus in there, someone would notice. Yeah, uh, and, and even then, it's a, if it's supposed to be that large of an octopus, too, yeah, the Boy, it's gonna. Someone's gonna notice it sooner or later. Yeah, how do we know it is a large octopus and not just a really small one? But they got so panicked, they over-exaggerated how big it was. That I, I get to bigger be honest, every time I they tell the story. Afraid. Yeah, to be honest though, I could buy that because to be fair, you know, there's definitely a possibility of a freshwater octopus. That like, I'm not gonna, you know, deny the possibility of that one. But the fact of the matter is, it's not gonna get that big. And secondly, you know, some people are gonna probably, you know just overblow the situation like so many people do at this point yeah, i'm very upset that there wasn't a scene where the well the film crew just got a bunch of dead octopuses and starts throwing them at the boat <laughs> well i would have liked that to be to be thrown to the teenagers but unfortunately i can't have nice things now can now can i none of us can no uh that was uh, it's 
Yeah, if you can't, if you could have put it as that was easily the worst episode of the series. Well, that speaks again to the very worst that the show has to offer, like that and the uh, the Thunderbird episode, yeah. which is another. Yeah, these episodes took away your childish joy. No, because I remember seeing all of these. You know, as I, I okay, I guess very quickly too. Other ones that I have immediate nostalgia for. The second episode, I believe, is the Bigfoot Sasquatch episode. Yes, that which is. Which is it's purely just a uh, a weird sort of stalker invasion type of thing with this woman out in the woods doing her research and a poacher out there who is filming her from like the outside of her room and everything. And it's, it's creepy, but uh, really it, there's no Bigfoot at all in that, right? You hear him. Get no, no, and no, there's actually, and no, actually, the up in a tree. no, actually there's constant. Actually, it's kind of a progressive episode where the person sees Bigfoot more and more and that it's trying to connect with her. And he kind of, yeah, and he kind of saves her at the end too. He, you know, the guy that's been basically hunting hunting her this whole time, he ends up kind of saving her. I don't remember any of that. I, I need to go back and watch that, and yeah. not the Oklahoma Octopus one or the Thunderbird episode, which is again, it's tied for my least favorite one because that yeah. then it's not teenagers you're dealing with, maybe young teens. But they're skateboarding no, 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 kids. Those are Kennys. Those are flat yeah, out now, Kennys. Now, if they actually killed a American kid in that Kenny. episode, I give I give it some points. Oh sure, if they found a kid in the tree instead of just a shoe, that'd be great. But they don't even—they even chicken out at the end. Yeah, they're little wrap-ups that they always yeah. do for this, where it's like, so and so was never found, or and this so one, it's and like, so was injured and never want to talk yeah. about it. Do you guys, do you, do you guys know here. the YouTuber Chills? Who? who yeah, I know, yeah, I know Chills. He can't. Some apparently, he came in that smiling friend. Apparently, he made a cameo in that smiling friends. I believe it. I believe it. But uh, yeah, it's a similar sort of thing he gives at the end where it's, let's say his name is Tommy. Tommy was found under an under overpass with no recollection of the events. It's I what a cop out. Yeah. I want, I want the same. I want the drugs chills on. Yeah. Where he talks. It doesn't, is when his, because he chills, by the way, for those who don't know, talks like this. That sounds like the game theory guy. You know what? No, <laughs> my first, not as energetic. My first uh, exposure to chills was actually not chills. It was Maxor. <laughs> oh, because oh. he wanted to get chills in on his um on his video, but he couldn't uh, get to him in time. So he settled for somebody else who could actually do a pretty good impression of him. So Very this easy. guy, he's like, it appears you were trying to cut off my pet snake. So in return, I shall cut off yours. <laughs> Although on the subject, cause um, when we were talking about found footage, um, horror, are you guys familiar with a YouTuber by the name of butchy kid? Yes, yes. Yeah, I okay. Holy shit, it's a big fight. He's <laughs> shitting on my lawn. <laughs> hey, you and, 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 and to redeem myself as a child, too, I didn't think that was real, just for the record. <laughs> I, I didn't think oh, you didn't? Because right, well, you're not as up as mine as I, as I am. Yeah, like, no, now, no if, I would not be fooled. Yeah, I, I love those videos. I love those videos so much because. Like, that's a perfect example of, like, how to make fun of, like, those type of found footage. Cri- like, you could tell this was obviously, yeah. that was a parody to constant people seeing, um, you know, stuff caught on tape and such. And he does yeah. a great job comedy-wise. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me, I did actually see a, uh, you know how people make haunting uh, videos of them being haunted in the West Virginia? Oh, my God. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah, I found the most realistic one. 
a guy is yelling and swearing as loud as possible, pointing at all the weird things happening. I was like, this guy might genuinely be haunted. This seems like an actual response in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, I don't know how much else there is to say about these episodes. So we're going to talk about the Yeti episode. I was we just about to, to say, <laughs> we got more shit to get through the fucking Yeti episode. The Yeti. The Yeti. Now, I don't care what you guys say. The ending alone made this the best episode, but let's talk about the plot first. <laughs> let's talk about the plot first yeah, before we reveal the, the ending. So, reporters are hearing about this um, find from a, I guess, you know, from a great well-known explorer, quote-unquote, and they uncover that there is, well, the Yeti that he uncovered and brought over to civilization. And these are equally some of the dumbest characters that Lost Tapes has ever given us. And that's yeah. saying something. I did like they just boxed up the Yeti. Yeah, yeah. they just boxed him up. Packing too. peanuts in there, you know? Put them in yeah, they, yeah, they just yeah, they just put them in there, put some put some packing peanuts in there and put and put do not open. Yeah. Make sure oh, they, they forgot to put holes in the box. Yeah, they put holes in the box. <laughs> oh. Bigfoot must have been pissed because he wasn't breathing that whole time. Yeah. And clearly how they caught Bigfoot was ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece, ooh, of, piece candy. of candy. And <laughs> And initially, too, because I got to ask something. When you see, when you're these characters, you just see Bigfoot. You, not Bigfoot. You see the Yeti. Same thing. You, you easily see a guy, you see a guy's corpse. You obviously know this is a trouble. And this is what the main female reporter decides to do. No, we got to get a good shot of this thing. Otherwise, we're not going to get at the story. I'm like, at that point, fuck the story. Leave. That's also kind of my issue with the reptilian episode, where, where the cop and the one person that they brought down. Well, first off, I don't know why these, I don't know why these people decided to bring down civilians to a dangerous scenario, even though the person was a criminal. Protect and serve, huh? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Instead, instead of listening to him saying, "Okay, it's gonna be dangerous down here. Maybe we should come back with more people," and she got to say, "No, no, I need to rescue him. We can rescue him when we get more people. No, we're doing it now. Okay, stupid." Yeah, there were some. Then again, then again, that guy was stupid when she when he decided to leave, and she said, "Fine, then you won't won't get out of here." I was like, "Leave! She's gonna die. She, who's gonna tell?" On the subject of um of of dumb decisions, there's one big thing that I really hate about this show, and that's the usage of music. You're a found footage show. Why do you need music throughout the series? They constantly use stock sound effects and music to try to dramatize it, and it. It doesn't work. That's what makes found footage work so well is not having these in there. Yeah, it's the uh, the raw sort of feel that you want to go to. You know, you, you want to create the illusion. And maybe sometimes, you know, because life has dull moments and whatever, you want to create the illusion of immersion. You know what I mean? Right. That this you're fly on the wall for this extraordinary yeah. circumstance. Yeah, that's what all the good mockumentaries do. They make you feel yeah. like this is real. A really good mockumentary makes you question, is this real or what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is it real? Do they walk among us? Do they walk among us? I mean, is it real? <laughs> if cameras capture it, does it exist? Exist. But here's the thing. Yeah. Like, one thing that the Blair Witch Project did, right, was that people actually judged the authenticity of it. Because yeah. they actually um, made missing posters of the actors themselves they even used their actual names and people thought that they were dead for a while until they came into the light 
Mm-hmm. Hell, Secret Saturdays actually pulled that off well with the uh, campaign that they had with the web, you know, with the website promoting the fake show, the footage of the creature of the cryptids used in it, you know, promoting a cartoon, I might add, and it was a very effective marketing campaign. And you know, actually, I'm kind of thinking about it. Why didn't Lost Tapes go that route with it? Because from what I remember, when it was being advertised, they never went that route. Like you didn't have signs of like missing people or anything like characters from the show, maybe. Like that's kind of think about that. That's kind of a waste that didn't try to like exploit that further. It was a last minute. It was a last minute pitch, Ace. (laughs) They just put that out there. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of last minute, can I please talk about the ending, which is the best part of the yeah? Episode? Well, I, I was gonna get to that. Go right ahead. So tell everybody the the beauty that is the ending of that episode. All right. So in this ep- so at the end of this episode, bit, uh, the Yeti mauls everyone to death. Let's let's face it. He tore them apart. You actually see that he tore off an arm of what one of them. So you know for a fact he did that to the rest of them. And at the end, they said the police. Ru- Ruled out the crime scene as a drowning. <laughs> the police came in. Police came in, saw all the blood and several body parts. And like Johnson, what do you think? I think it's quite obvious. And indeed, indeed, yeah, they drowned the heck out of them. In all my years on the force, I've never seen such a drowning. <laughs> what the fellow that missing missing a head? Uh, clearly, a heart attack. Yep. 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 It's... Natural causes. I, I... <laughs> I was kind of hoping that's why I'm to the kid in the Thunderbird episode. <laughs> you know what? Drowned. You know, it actually reminds me of, um, have you ever seen Hot Fuzz? Yes. 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 Yeah, it's like they rule out all the accidental deaths as accidents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For the greater good. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, and... Yeah, now I will admit I was very upset there was no episode on the squonk. I would have loved that episode. Well, yeah, I guess okay. Well, since we've covered the breadth of these things, truly now, what uh, if you were to bring this series back from the dead, which is the trend of these days, slap it on a streaming service? Uh, once Animal Planet gets their own streaming service, yeah. uh, what cryptid and or spooky thing would you like to see have a fictionalized account? Uh, as an episode of well, Lost Tapes. I mean, I like La Llorona. I'm not I know it's not necessarily a cryptid, but that'd be kind of a cool one. Yeah. Well, there's plenty to uh choose from in this case because there's Oh, uh, Black Eyed Kids, you know, get us a good one. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, Black Eyed Peas, yes. Yeah. I I made that joke several times in the episode, so you yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, he kind of beat you the punch. I hate telling you that. Yeah. Um, but if I were to name a couple ones that I would like to see, um maybe Ogo Pogo would be kind of interesting. I like to see like maybe like it could be uh, two guys like on one boat and there's this thing like stalking them the entire time, but you know kind of like the monster of Montgomery episode, but done well. Yeah, and... actually, I want I want an episode on the squonk, and I wanted to actually instead of being scary, it's more of the got of these guys finding this very depressed cryptid and they've been trying to raise up his Aww. trying to raise up his self esteem. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that I actually wouldn't mind seeing is the uh, one on the skunk gate. Maybe take it from the perspective of the woman who took the pictures, the legendary pictures of the skunk gate. That could be an interesting episode. Oh, Brain yeah. That, I know that guy. I remember that picture. He's like sort of hunched over. Yes. Right? He's got the beaming eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it totally wasn't um, me. No, I, 
I've kind of made my case, and and seriously, I would love to see a Roth Squatch uh, episode. Well, I we mean, I mean, we, we get that every proceedings. single time we see him, though. I mean, it's easy. Have you had him on to talk about that? What? There's that dinosaur in the in the lake or in the river somewhere over well, in Africa. Well, that depends there's if there's a film adaptation of it at this point. So okay, there you go. There's always dinosaurs in lakes. Yeah, yeah. What are they doing in there? Uh, but let's see. Another one we could probably see. Um, hmm. Trying to think, because like they pretty much maybe you know just for maybe a little bit of fun, fun wise, like maybe the jackalope would be kind of nice. Uh, I want to see how many people get killed by the jackalope. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, given those antlers, I mean, yeah, good. But now I want, and I want the jackalope to work like the work like the rabbit from the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> I can see, I can see. He's got that. a mean streak a mile wide. Look at the bones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Flatwoods monster. That's one that has that hasn't gotten covered yet. Yeah, yeah, but you like good news. There is a Tubi movie and it looks like looks like a film. Uh how about we don't watch that? Too too bad. Too bad. It involves cryptids. We have to. It is in his law. Uh I, I, I don't want to go through the next we already went through one bad YouTube video film. I don't want to go through it. It's not it, that's not on YouTube, it's Tubi, which is worse. Oh, oh, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, Sippy, you excited? I'm you excited for some tubies? You for that, you <laughs> I guess to uh, bring a close to this, um, you know, to this episode. So, if final thoughts on Lost Tapes, fellas. I, I give it five nostalgias out of ten. <laughs> I would I give it... Uh... I give it three uh, torn off Yeti appendages ruled out as a drowning out of uh, <laughs> out of oh gosh I'll be generous and say out of nine there you go I'll drop it down one to lower the stakes a little bit I don't know the thing the thing is that you could see you could see like glimpses of where this show could have been better I think with a longer time slot maybe more competent direction like if you made this. There's room out there, I think, for, and I don't typically love found footage, but if you're going to do it, there's room out there for a quality found footage anthology type of show that uh, piggybacks on, you know, real cryptic and folklore. Um, And I don't know, I wouldn't say this thing is necessarily ripe for a revival, but uh, I just think it's a market that you could definitely tap into. You know, that sort of craze, though, in movies has died down since the paranormal activity stuff was... Um, finally laid to rest, but um, for yeah, now. it could be done. Yeah, yeah for now, yeah. But it, I mean, it could be done. There's there's something to go with there, and some episodes I think uh, you know again achieve striking imagery and a real atmosphere. Um, but the vast majority of them may be better suited to your rose colored goggles. I don't know. Uh, but it was a trip going back in the time machine, as it were, and uh. We yeah. got to do untamed and un- well, we can't do untamed and uncut. Elephants aren't cryptids, or are no, they? They aren't. Are there Giraffes kind of yeah. are. Oh my god. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Well. we'll yeah, I'm just it. saying. I'm just saying. Which would you believe more if I described it? A horse, a horse with a, with a pointed horn, or a or a long necked horse with leopard prints and alien antlers? Uh, alien. Yes, Jeffrey the giraffe, the most fearsome of them all. He lurks in the mountains. Uh, he knows martial yeah. arts. Uh, but yes, uh, Lost Tapes, uh, as a curiosity too, if any of what we've talked about sounds interesting to you, um, give one of the better ones a watch. See what you think. And if it hooks you, then maybe 
adventure. But deeper. if you yeah, but if you want to watch the bad ones, watch the Yeti episode. Just a, yeah. yeah, if yeah, like at least for a laugh. At least there's stuff going on in that one too. You know, you get some monster action uh, as opposed to octopi uh, nothingness and Thunderbird skateboard videos. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, Sibby, what about you? The perfect lullaby. That's it. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. <laughs> Lulls you into a gentle sleep. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give it two and a, two and a half. Um, that'd be a good one here. Two and a half um, lizards out of five. It's here's the thing. It's a show that I, again, I really want to like a lot more, but it's too. It's too, um, most of what I'm working through. Actually, to quote you, Brayton, once when you were describing the Netflix MST3K, it's too overproduced. It doesn't really have mm. the raw, raw grittiness that you realism there. Yeah, the raw, yeah. Gr- raw the, the raw believability that found footage mm. show, you know, movies or shows should have. And the thing is, there are plenty of, um, if I could go back to Monster Quest one bit, there was an 8mm um, f- footage that they covered um, in one episode about a guy, like, uh, filming his family, and then this thing, this weird, like, furry creature comes out of nowhere, and the guy runs away from it. You know, if it was more... And then he said, hi, Denny. Yes, then he said, oh, hi, Denny. And if it was more like that, I would have really loved this, sh- you know, would have really loved this show for, you know... You know, discussing you know discussing in that old school fashioned way, but again, we're talking about Animal Planet during the mid two thousands, and it wasn't a good time for them because this was when they were going through really bad, really bad, um, you know, really bad new management and trying to capitalize on stuff that they did not need to do for in the first place, and we were left with a lot of garbage, and unfortunately, yeah, but, Lost Tapes was one of them. Yeah, but in but in the fit. Fins, it may have been a bad time for Animal Planet, but let's face it, this show did give us some memories. It it's a nostalgic experience for my, you know, for at least I think for the three of us, and and Sippy now because he yeah, he's and now Sippy now he is a part of the cult of Lost Tapes, comprised of both myself, Brayton, and uh, Will here. Yeah, and Gary Busey, he and, he's also a fan. Oh yeah, so the entire cult of Gary Busey's into this, absolutely, but. That wraps up our season finale of Cryptic Collectors. I just first want to say thank you all who have been seeing you next this. month for season two. Yeah, this yeah. was the finale. Oh my god! Yeah, the, you, 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 yeah, you kind of fucking forgot when I put that in the group message saying season finale. I closed you down Fuck for off. the season anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we just want to thank all twelve of our fans uh, for. You know, you know who time you are. to watch our, you know, to listen into our insanity. And yeah, it's a cool club. special thanks to anyone that makes means of us. You know who you are. Yes, we all know who you are. But um, so for now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for also joining us, um, you know, for this entire crazy year. And we will see you next month with season two. From the woods to Hollywood, it has been Cryptic Collectors Season 